0: My name is Ernest Owens, also known as Applejacks, and I'm excited to be with you tonight. There are three things that we're going to go over, but the last one I want you to pay attention to because it's going to help you get to your next level faster. And we're going to go into 2 Corinthians chapter 10, uh, beginning at the third verse. Let's take a look at this. For though we live in the world, we do not wage war as the world does. The weapons of our warfare... Or the weapons we fight with Are not the weapons of the world On the contrary They have divine power to demolish Strongholds We demolish Arguments And every pretension That sets itself up against The knowledge of God And we take captive Every thought To make it obedient To Christ I'm going to read the King James Version For though we walk in the flesh, we do not war according to the flesh. For the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but mighty in God for pulling down strongholds, casting down every argument, casting down arguments in every high thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of God, bringing every thought into captivity to the Obedience of Christ The message uh, I want to leave with you tonight Is simply this Get out of your head Come on somebody let me know in the comments Get out of your head Okay so you don't have to be a car enthusiast To realize that These gas prices Got us thinking about Wanting to drive another car And let's go back to 10 years ago When Tesla released its first tesla model s the industry did not think that people wanted to drive electric cars elon musk was like man you know i think people gonna do this and he kept hearing all types of negativity from toyota Hyundai, you feel me ford bmw all the major car companies laughed at him they said nobody's ever gonna want an electric car and if you listen to the analysts and the people online, they were always saying, listen, we don't want to drive that. We want to be able to put gas in our car because it's instant is quick. And Elon was like, hey, man, listen, it's going to be a time where people don't want to go and put gas in the car. And Elon had to get to the point where he had to develop a strategy. He had to get out of his own head and communicate what he needed to other people. Ten years later, you know what a Tesla is may not have driven one, may have seen them on the, on the road, but you know that it's an electric car and that one day you're not going to be putting gas in the car, you're going to be charging up at the house. You're going to go to the coffee shop and charge up your car. But that all started from a vision to see an industry change. But the only way to get to that point, Elon Musk and the Tesla team had to get out of their head in second corinthians chapter 10 paul uh, is wrapping up his letters to the corinthian people Uh, but there are some super apostles those that are like the car companies that (laughs) uh "Ah, nobody want to listen to paul don't listen to this dude we know more about the bible than him he has no credentials he don't know what he's talking about stop reading his letters that's what the super apostles were saying in second corinthians chapter 10 through 12. paul i memorized the whole bible i spent time with the risen jesus and and even had a job so that i could never ask for money there's this battle between the super apostles and paul and paul had to adjust his approach instead of trying to follow what they were doing and follow it a worldly way uh uh, in the world of what we can say like a battle rapper i'm gonna go at you because you came at me paul went at him but he was like you know what i ain't gonna try to hit my i ain't gonna hit him with the credentials because i know who i represent i know who i live for and god will validate me even though they don't care I don't know about you, but you ever been in a situation where people try to downgrade what you do and you like, you know what, I know who validates me. I know God doesn't call the qualified, he qualifies the call. And because of that, Paul was confident in God and what God is doing in him because he was like, no, I don't gotta prove this to you. I gotta work that needs to be done. I'm gonna focus on that. He's all about saying like, listen, follow God. Make sure your mind is focused on the things of God instead of trying to prove to everybody else that you are godly, instead of proving to everybody else that you are a good person, instead of trying to prove to the haters that you're going to make it out. God is wanting us to say, you know what? Have our minds in him so we can think on the right things. Last time we talked, we talked about moments to momentum. And when you start to build momentum, you get haters. You get people that's going to talk about you. You get folk that's in your life that love everything you do. But all of a sudden, they're talking about you to other people. There are people that are riding with you right now that you can't trust. You know there's a little something about their personality that you can't understand. You're like, I don't know. I like them, but something ain't right with them. And you still want to keep them around because they're nice. These are the ones you got to watch out for. Have your minds wrapped up in the things of god so that when these darts when these words when these things happen you know how to think about it psalm 37 5 says commit your way to the lord trust in him and he will do this he will make your righteous reward shine like the dawn and your vindication like the noonday sun aka god will seat you at the tables in front of all the people that talked about you if you trust him And not try to come back at everybody else, not try to talk back and try to defend yourself all the time, uh, but that you commit your ways to the Lord. Now, what does that mean, though? We hear this in church all the time. People always saying you got to commit to to the things of God. What does that actually mean? Well, the first step is literally a routine that you do every single day. Prayer, scripture, fasting on a weekly or biweekly or monthly basis, whatever it is. The reason why those things matter is because you have to have the word in you to fight the words that are coming against you. Come on, somebody. Sometimes you got these people that's going to say all these things. And you got to be able to say, I'm going to commit to God, even though I feel like saying something extra, even though I want to clap back real quick. I want to make sure that I don't say nothing out of pocket. But the only way to do that is to commit to the things God, that means that you might be committing to more education, learning more ways to, to react in certain situations. As Christians, I feel like when we think of committing to the ways of the Lord, we always look at it only as a scripture and prayer. But what about education? What if you own a salon? What if You're working at your job and you want to go to your next level and you got to take a certification in order to prove that you know the word, you know the things, you know the the protocol, and then you can go to that next level because you've been certified. God is calling you to be certified, calling you to grow in, in knowledge and be a lifelong learner and not just a person that's just getting information and just trying to get ahead. A lifelong learner knows that they got to be committed to learning new things. But as people, you know how it is. It's so difficult to learn new things. Because when you learn new things, that means you're accountable to the new things you just learned. And a lot of times, we don't want to be like that. We want to know our stuff and say, oh, I know this because I've been doing this for 5, 10, 15, 20 years. Nobody going to tell me what to do. I got to do it this way. In the comments, I want you to tell me something. What is one thing you're committing to right now? Are you... Committing to watching movies on Netflix every Friday? Are you committed to drinking coffee every single morning? Are you committed to go to the mall and get new shoes and shirts, things like that, whenever you get paid? Are you committed to getting a burrito on Taco Tuesday? Whatever that is, let me know in the comments. What are you committed to? Philippians 1-6 says, Being confident of this. That he who began a good work in you will carry it on to completion until the day of Christ Jesus. Be confident that he who began a good work will complete it. But there's one thing we have to think about. The bad gets better. Let me know in the comments. The bad gets better. Comparison is the thief of joy. If you are excited about something that you want to do, but you start to compare yourself uh you begin to not appreciate what God is already putting in you not appreciate the blessings that you have on the inside not uh, not appreciating the, the things that you have access to. Because when you're comparing yourself, you're always saying, oh, I don't do it like them. I don't dress like this person. This person is lucky because they got a, a reality TV show. I don't really want to do all this because if I do it like them, then I'll be like them and I don't want to be like nobody else. We got all these excuses. We talk about different things that have nothing to do with what God has done in you. The Bible says, he who began a good work in you will carry it out. He's not talking about what everybody else has on Instagram, that means he's going to work out the bad things so that it becomes better. You don't got to be like nobody else. You are an acquired taste. It's okay to be in Whole Foods. You ain't got to go to Stop and Shop like everybody else. I ain't saying there's anything wrong with it. I'm just saying when you go to Whole Foods, you you ever go to Whole Foods for the first time? I met People, they were like, man, you go to Whole Foods? what you got to eat there ain't no name brand things over there they got no they got no you know what i'm saying no fruity pebbles up in there you understand me they were telling me what that was not in whole foods and i'm sitting here like well whole foods got everything else i need you feel me if i want grapes i can get grapes organically you feel me they got driscoll strawberries you feel me they got they got uh blackberries and blueberries i like the way that they they serve the meat they get their meat from a certain spot feel me so at the end of the day They may not know what's at Whole Foods because they go by everything else that's processed. And I'm trying to live an organic life so I can shred some of these pounds. I got to do things a little bit different. I can't follow the rules that everybody else is doing because he who began a good work in you means that you're going to be doing things not like the crowd. You won't do things like everybody else. According to God's will and his ways and the way that he wants you to do it is to follow his work. Whatever God has called you to do, do that. People always talk about, I want to get to the next level. Thing is, you got to be committed to the ways of God and then you got to be willing to to be bad in order to get better when I started editing videos people were telling me that my videos were really bad oh man these videos suck man I was hurt I was offended I was determined I was committed I was like you know what I got to get better Not to prove nothing wrong because I wanted to be able to make videos. I really like doing this. This is really fun to do. But I had to be okay with not knowing how to get better. I knew that if I were to create on a consistent basis, eventually I would get 1% better. I would get 1% smarter. I would get 1% more persistent, right? But I had to be committed in order to get better. But I had to be willing to address the bad side. What is in your life that you know God has called you to do but you don't want to do it because you don't want to be you don't want to be bad in front of everybody else. You want your main drop, your book drop, your podcast, your things that God has called you to do to be so grand that you're willing to not put in the work because you're waiting for things to be perfect instead of being bad so it gets better. Here's the thing. No matter what God has called you to do, you have to make content to promote that. A lot of people hear me talk about this a lot and if God has called you to do something, do it, right? A lot of times we look at things inside the, the four walls of the church instead of thinking about what God has called me to do, maybe at work, at school, at home, entrepreneurially, things like that. Sean Cannon said it this way. Content creation is not an event. It's a lifestyle. It's not a season. It's a habit. It's not a short-term project. It's an ongoing routine. How many of y'all know that growing in God and getting to your next level is not an event. It's a lifestyle. There's levels to this. So it's levels on levels. Just because you get a new level today doesn't mean that next week or next month or next year, you can't get to another level. People always talk about it's my winning season. They're making it as if there's one season you're going to win. Zachariah 410 says it this way. Do not despise small beginnings. For the Lord rejoices to see the work begin. Have you walked into a restaurant or a coffee shop and you look at the menu, with so many items, you even know what to pick, and then you walk right out? Be, be looking at the menu. I'm like, man, this is entire dictionary trying to understand what's going on in this menu. All I want is a milkshake. <laughs> That's why it's important. No matter what you're doing, have a small menu. Commit to the ways of God, you get better, and whatever it is you're offering to the world, keep a small menu. If you go to Five Guys, You know that you're going to get either a burger, hot dog, milkshake. That's it. You don't got five guys talking about we're going to have pizza, understand me, wings. They just like, man, listen, we small menu. Complexity is the enemy of execution. If You get out of your head and stop thinking uh, what the Bible says more highly than you ought to. Then you can get to those areas that you want to. People have asked me, how do you do the videos like this? And it's just a couple of different things. There's like a video camera, there's a Rollcaster Pro, there's the microphone, and then there's editing. The key thing is only like four or five pieces that's around that makes this whole thing work. But sometimes as Christians, we complicate the process. Have you ever talked to Christians and the things of God are so complicated to do? Right? You'd be like, oh, I'm trying to overcome depression. And we ain't got no answer. Why do you think the world always go to self-help books? Because they at least got some solutions inside of the process. There are some things that you can read. And be like, Okay, I go do this. I go do this. And I, go, and I get this result. You know, I think sometimes in the church, we make things so difficult for no apparent reason. Have you ever asked a Christian, uh, like how to interpret a particular passage? And, you know, what does God mean when he says, uh, be not conformed to the things of this world? As a Christian... Our job is not to quote Greek and Hebrew words to a regular person that don't understand that. You know how we be doing stuff? We be talking all deep. We speak in code and nobody understands. What Jesus did, so amazing. Jesus was able to take heavenly principles and interpret it in parables so that everybody can understand and know the truth about God. That is how we got to move in this lifestyle, in this walk with God. We have to make sure that the things that we are discussing is able to be frictionless because where there's friction you lose people if you confuse you lose and as a christian sometimes the way that we explain the things of god are just too heavenly minded and they have no earthly good but if you were to say god has called you to speak into the lives of others instead of going prophetically all you do is start a podcast You do the exact same thing That I'm doing right now If God has called you To do hospitality Why don't you teach people How to be nice In hard times That's all you gotta do You you see what I'm saying So you're taking those things That we know inside the church And you're interpreting that In the regular life Let's say That you are a person That loves to cook Instead of trying to start Uh, restaurant why don't you start on YouTube and make cooking recipes on TikTok or whatever it is and then later on as you make the money you can go start a restaurant small beginnings small menu small levels it goes back to moments leading to momentum because in our minds we think that we got to be grand and big before people respect what we're doing but the Bible says despise not Small beginnings, whatever it is that you're doing, keep a small menu. Meaning, if you are serving people in a particular capacity, just make sure that what you're doing is easy to understand. If you got a website or something, it's only got three things we help you with this, this, and this. That's it. Sometimes we don't like to niche down because we feel like we want to reach the world, but God is calling us to reach our first 100 people, reach our first 500 people, reach our first 1,000 people. The same thing we have. In business, it translates in the church. If you're committed to the ways of God, the bad gets better and you have a small menu of ways that you serve people, then you can get out of your head. But here's the catch though. If you don't do that, all you'll be doing is thinking like everybody else, following the crowd and living a life not at the level God has called you to live. Comparison is killing us. Lack of creativity. Is crushing us. Confusion is creating problems and not solutions. Trust in him. Get out of your head. Focus on the things of God so that God can transform your mind. It's easy to think about what you don't have. But if you focus on what God has called you to do, you are focusing on what you do have. God is calling you on this moment to trust him with small beginnings. Because when you start small, he can take that small thing Make it into something big. God, we thank you for this day. God, we just praise you. We pray that you help us in this season to get out of our head and trust you like never before. We thank you and praise you. In Jesus' name. And everybody in the comments, say amen.